Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the Boxer and Gerson guest line, one of our absolute favorites, and we haven't been able to talk to him in a while, so I'm super pumped about this. It's Sean Salisbury, everybody. Hey, bud. Gentlemen, good to talk with you, and you guys are my favorite, too. You know my affinity, not only for the station, but you guys and all the great talent and people there and production guys, so it's great to be on with you. been too long. Thanks for having me, and I guess I could say Happy New Year since we haven't talked in the New Year, so good to be with you. Boy, Sean, I would love it if you would say Happy New Year, actually. <laughs> the reason I'm laughing is you just hit oh, my partner's pet peeve here. Sean. He's got like a January 8th cutoff, and you're like not allowed to say him. that anymore. I am I am with him. Normally, it's like, dude, it's the 15th. Why are we still saying it? But being the fact that I, I only we, we talked a couple times early in the fall, and I know football yep. and business gets away with us. It's just my way. It was kind of a uh, a little bit of a, a dig because I'm the same way. It's like, dude, yeah. it's February 24th. You yeah. don't need to tell me that anymore. But <laughs> I mean, happy new year anyway. So Sean, it's good to be with you guys. I'm going to ask you politely <laughs> to knock it off. Because, unless you want to wish me... A happy Thanksgiving and a happy Hanukkah and a Merry Christmas because you missed all those too, pal. Well, hey, uh, how was your Halloween and how was your Fourth of July? <laughs> and you forgot Labor Day. I, yes, Happy Labor Day. Yes, thank you, Sean. I, I'm going to give you. A, I'm going to give you a pass because you're one of my favorites. But consider yourself warned. Awesome. Good. Oh, my gosh. That that could not have started any better. <laughs> uh, Sean Salisbury with us right here on Willard and Dibs, 95.7 The Game. All right, Sean. Uh, the Lions have a, uh, a porous pass defense. The weather's going to be good. This is supposed to be the Brock Purdy game, right? I would think so. You guys know my affinity for him. You know how many guys I have to fight with and rip to shreds on the national level? This past, not only the season, but this past week, listening to some of these guys, how you, you'd think Brock Purdy was a hack. Well, one thing I do know, that in the first two years of their career, Goff, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes, now Mahomes in year two, but remember, he only started one game in year one. He's the best of the four. So let me just start with that. I yet Brock Purdy and, you know, from last week, he able to survive. And it, you know what the narrative, think about this now. What if Brock Purdy would have thrown the ball Jordan Love through? How would the national media be talking about that last yeah. the last interception? They'd be killing him. Didn't Brock Purdy take him down to win the game at the end when it mattered, when the game was on the line? We'll be praising guys. I see more guys get credit in the loss who are really good players and then a guy does with a win. But all I have to do is listen to the teammates of Brock Purdy, study him on tape to know the guy's a, a great player. And not as talented, but you know, neither was Drew Brees as, as some of the other guys, Josh Allen, uh, not as talented as Josh Allen. So was, you know, uh, Peyton Manning wasn't exactly the most athletic, but man, he sure made the simple play 
all the time, all these things. I don't need to defend Brock Purdy, but I almost feel like I do because I am flabbergasted at the empty analysis and the, quite frankly, lack of preparation that I hear from some of these national guys that are getting paid seven figures to come on and spew diarrhea about a quarterback who's done nothing other than a few losses and bad games that everybody has, who doesn't, play great, but not good, great football. And if he doesn't finish second in the MVP award, then we got it wrong. But that being said, now that I got that out, yes, weather should be good. You know, not inclement, not, not, I wouldn't imagine huge wind, no rain. And they, you can throw the ball on them. The concern for me is if you're the 49ers, they got a really, really good run defense. And you guys got a really, really good run game in San Francisco. If something does go sideways and it gets into a game where it got to the point where both teams had one dimension, can Brock, if it came into that, do we trust that he's going to do? I do. Some may not. And I don't think it'll be a one-dimensional game. I don't think Kyle would let that happen, even if they were playing really good run defense. So, yeah, 49 should be favored, but seven points is a lot if you're a gambler to me because I think Detroit's a really good team. But I would fully expect Brock Purdy to be at his best this weekend. If you think about a game that gets into a bit of an aerial shootout, does that give a Lion, the Lions team an advantage not only – based on maybe the quarterback head-to-head, but also just the personnel in general and their ability to go to three wides more than the Niners? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And they've got, listen, man, we, we guys know, we know that Ramon Ross, St. Brown, and Laporta have been really damn good, right, for them. And while, while if you're just talking about raw talent, throw it, Goff can rip it. But when I hear people say, and, and I've said it to myself, guys, I've, tried, I've battled and looked and argued with myself over if this happens, what about this? If they are one-dimensional, let's just say it does come into a passing fancy. Well, I, I look at the numbers and balls thrown down the field, yards per attempt, accuracy, protecting the football for the most part. I'm trying to figure out why I would and – and I have I, – listen, Goff's the ability not to wilt when they ran him out of Los Angeles. He goes to Detroit, and now – and it worked out for both teams. They go in their Super Bowl with the Rams – and now Goff's got this, he may not be showing it, but there's this burning desire that everybody has when somebody quits on you. And that's exactly what the Rams didn't work for the Rams to go back and say, wait a second, I'm going to prove to you. And Brock's got that going on every week. Because if Brock was the third pick of the draft, not the last pick of the draft, the narrative on him would be completely different. But we're looking for reasons to, oh, yeah, that's why he's not any good, but I, I don't see him. Now, we're not in a superstars competition, and we're not trying to see how far a guy can throw it. So I'm sitting here saying, okay, if it is one-dimensional, well, yeah, the, because of formations and personnel, you favor the Lions, maybe. But what about the numbers? And I know the, just having McCaffrey in the backfield is a threat that the defense has to deal with, but I, there's nothing that tells me that Purdy still can't get into a throwing contest and win a football game. I think the whole key to the game, we know that you got to not turn it over and get red zone touchdowns. The Debo Samuel situation, to me, is a, even if he doesn't touch it, you have to be on the field to defend it and understand the formations. I'm curious, and I don't know where it's at right now as we sit on Thursday. You guys probably have a better idea. But the Debo Samuel stuff and deploying him if he's playing or if he's not has a lot to do with it because the threat of the run still gives you windows to throw in. I'm not convinced that the, the Lions, as the quarterback goes, other positions, but as quarterback goes, 
I'm not convinced that Jared Goff has a major advantage over Brock Purdy in a throw-in shootout, even though we know neither team wants to do that. Maybe the Lions would like it a little more, but you're still asking two really good players to do their thing, and both are capable of winning this game and being the reason you win. Golf was great last week as well. Sean Salisbury with us here on Willard and Dibs, 95-7 the game, getting ready for the NFC title game. Let's dive into that a little bit more. Uh, the Debo Samuel effect. How how do you see that affecting what Kyle Shanahan does this weekend? A lot. Where's he at percentage-wise, guys? When, when I know the decision. If I'm San Francisco, it, I hold out as long as I can to make the decision just even while Detroit's game planning. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Where are we at right now locally? It feels like it's starting to trend a little bit in, a, in the positive direction but, you know, what started at 50-50, Kyle's words yesterday was he came in and he felt a little better, so I feel a little bit better. It's, it's a right. pain thing, it's, and that's, that's right. going to be the deal. Yeah, the threshold of pain, and I, I'm saying, even if you did know, <laughs> I, I'm, into the, I'm into the psychological part of it. I'm letting people know, hell yeah, he's going to play. Hell yeah, why? Or not, not that he's, I mean, you wouldn't say that, but, well, we're hoping it feels good. He, he feels better today because I want Detroit who have to have that in their head. Because I've said this to you guys, we've talked about this before, and I think, you you know, over the years of me doing this in San Francisco, but even with you guys, and even early in the year when I, I felt San Francisco was going to the Super Bowl, and Brock Purdy's validated that as well as this team has, and so many good players, is that in the AFC, the toughest team to put, I'm sitting in my office in a game plan, the toughest team to game plan for in the AFC, I didn't say defend all the time, but to put in a game plan for is the Baltimore Ravens inside run game power outside pull the ball the guys as good in space Lamar as anybody on the planet play action game because of what they got to do to get nosy they don't want to get run on and they're the best running team in the AFC and then Lamar is taking his throwing game because of Todd Munkin and the rest to another level they're the most difficult to prepare a game plan for in the NFC it's San Francisco and the reasons are multiple 
We already know. I don't need to. Everybody knows Kyle's reputation of formations. We saw it here with Bobby Slowick and C.J. Stroud trying to become that when we can get a run game here. But you've got to defend so much bandwidth with Debo in the game that it's like, damn, him and George Kittle, who put 1,000-plus yards. And then Ayuk, and we know what, what uh, you know Christian brings and the offensive line. So all the different elements, even if you don't use Debo Samuel, like let's say he touches it nine times going into a game, you've got to prepare because those nine times are like, damn, they could be the difference in a game. But it, he changes motion and he changes the way you deploy your defense. So when you're game planning for them, Debo Samuel's at the top of the list of not only he's the number one Swiss Army knife, but his, it, he, he makes defensive coordinators pull their hair out preparing because you've got to defend so much. Well, with and you got an accurate quarterback who's smart. So you hold out as long as you can. I think it's huge. I I'll, put it this way: if the 49ers with Debo Samuel play their best and Detroit plays their best, and Debo was healthy, threshold of pain was fine. That I think San Francisco could win this going away. If you remove, I was talking to a guy today. I said, listen, a buddy of mine who's big into sports betting and all and loves football, and we talk and talk, and he said, and I told him, I said, to me, this game, if you're a gambler, that, that Debo Samuel not being in there, I would take the Lions with the, if you're giving me seven points, I'm taking the Lions all day. But just the presence of Debo Samuel changes everything. So I think this is one of the biggest decisions or injury things in the postseason we will see last year, this year, at any time, because I hold him in that kind of regard, and I know coordinators are mad. It's maddening to try to defend it. So I think it's huge, guys. I, I do. Can they win without him? Sure. But it, it makes it a lot easier to execute it with him, and it uses up a lot of space psychologically when you're preparing as a defense and even an offense. What kind of points are we going to need? Yeah, the Debo Samuel effect is one of the five. Outside of the quarterback, there's not three – people that would miss for a game that would change a game plan in the NFL more than this guy does who doesn't have the ball in his hand 70 times a game. That's well put. I mean, all the pre-snap motions and just the threat yep. of Debo, I think, is is enough to drive a defensive coordinator crazy. If you look at the other side of the ball, Detroit with a great two-headed monster in the backfield. You mentioned Amon Ra, St. Brown, the, the great receiver, and a good tight end. If you're Dan Campbell and you're approaching this Niner defense, offensively, what do you try to do? Do you try to pound the ball and keep the ball, or do you try to use your, your big play weapons to strike at the Niners? Uh, you know what? I, I love that the question because, you know, you see it all the time. When people talk about commitment to one thing we know, guys, one thing that Kyle Shanahan is not going to do, which a lot of teams do do, three, three and outs in a row, and you're getting stuffed in the run game. You think Kyle's going to quit on it with McCaffrey and that line? No, they're not. Where other teams will say, damn, it's one of those days. Detroit's what, top three, top four run defense? Uh, I'm a, we're going to get, we're, we're just going to throw the damn, the hell out of the ball and realize that today wasn't our day running it. That will not happen for the 49ers. Now, you may, the distribution may be different if, in fact, you're getting stuff. But on the other side of the ball with their offense and Dan Campbell and the approach with Jared Goff, I, I personally think that if you're them, why change now? Now, you're going to put in some different things, your base stuff, and you're going to move it around. And Dan Campbell's not afraid when you get down to the red zone to run a reverse pass and slip Laporta or a running back out of the backfield on a wheel route. You'll see that at some point this week in this game. They're going to pull a quick change turnover trick play that they expect to throw a touchdown or get a huge play. I, I, I promise you that's coming. But 
I, I don't think of it if I'm Detroit, regardless of the, the, how, what they're doing on their offense or what you're doing on defense. I think you're saying my weapons are good no matter what. We have to at least run the ball. And, you know, Gibbs has been a great add to them because of it, and they do have that two-headed monster. But he's got that perimeter speed, so they can get you inside and outside. I expect a lot of play action. And the 49ers, as good as their front seven can be, even when a team can run it, you, you do have to bring an extra guy down a lot of times, which makes middle of the field closed and you got outside lane. So I, I would expect them to, uh, and you don't have to win when they take to the run. Commit to the run doesn't first down. Commit to the run can mean on second and eight. Hand it off, run it, get it to third and three, and then we'll throw. I, I actually think that they believe that they can throw the ball and win. I don't think they want to abandon it at any time. But really, with St. Brown and Laporta off play action and Jared Goff, the way he's throwing it, uh, if they throw it average, no matter how well they run it, they, they're not going to win. And I think they know that. So while you make adjustments at this stage of the game, what happens to some playoff teams is they get too cute and overthink it. You know, you, you don't need to overthink it. Execute it. The whole key is going to be keeping Goff upright and allowing him to deliver the football. And if he can do that, he's going to make some plays. So – I wouldn't think at any point in time either one of these teams is going to want to get caught in a one-dimensional game. But the, 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 the Lions, I would think, believe they can throw 40 times and win this football game, and, and they've, they've proven it. But I, I don't think you're going to see a major change of let's just attack this because we're, we're good at this. I think they're going to do what they execute well and get Gibbs in, in the pass game and their running game backs and, and some outside stuff to run and challenge the perimeter and try to allow Goff to play to a clean pocket. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked if they came out and threw it five straight times to open the game either. I think that's how versatile they are. And I can tell you this, aside from Kyle Shanahan and all the motions, as good a play caller in the NFC and along with the Gandy Reed in the AFC, uh, their play caller is really good. I think one of these teams is waiting for him uh, until they lose to hire him as oh. head coach. I think he's that good. I, I think he's really, really good. And you're going to be challenged by him because he will take shots. He's not afraid. Sean Salisbury with us here, 95-7 The Game. I love that you're talking about the idea of changing what you do in the postseason because this is fundamental to a conversation that we had for a good portion of our show. Sean, there's, there's, there's plenty of people, and part of it is just fandom in the playoffs, but plenty of people who think that Kyle Shanahan gets too conservative in the postseason, my question to everybody today is, when does four trips in five years to the NFC title game become the answer to, I'm just going to do what I do, it's working better than you think it is? What What is your perception of him come January and February as a play caller? My, my perception of him, now the formational, the, the way he goes about it will... And over, you know, he's had two trips to the Super Bowl, and you say, like you said, a handful of trips to this game. If he hasn't, you know, if Kyle hasn't learned what he has, you'd hope, I mean, he's a smart guy, continue to evolve as a head coach and a play caller, then he's never going to learn. But I, I believe he has, and we're going to find out. And, and I understand, and I, I don't like, and I'm not just talking about Kyle Shannon, any coordinator, and especially when you've been doing it, or when I say coordinator, a head coach that calls his plays, when you get to this point, the playoffs can make you go wacko, guys. As a quarterback, as another player, I've just seen it. Sometimes as a quarterback, your first ones or your 10th one, you're like, if we get into, you start off slow and it feels like there's 15 dudes on the field. So you say, how do I get back to, to square one? Well, 
with Kyle, and make no mistake about it, guys, the questions, and it's fair, not to this point, but to this point beyond, in a huge game like this and in a huge game in two weeks, as we're looking, they, they, they're a Super Bowl team, Kyle still has that burden of carrying, are you going to win the Super Bowl, not just get there? And I get it. That's fair. It's fair to everybody. It's fair to quarterbacks. It's fair to Dak Prescott. It's fair to Josh Allen. It's fair to Kyle Shanahan. But I, I don't think he's going to, he'll choke on the, on the formations and be in multiple. But what is it, what it is, you lean on what you do best, what he's got to guard against. And I understand fandom. We all do it. Sit there and throw Nerf balls, hopefully not real baseballs at your TV when you don't see it is, is even if you, the patience to say, we're not going to all of a sudden eliminate McCaffrey from the run game if they're stuffing us. You can't because you may get stuffed and stuffed and all of a sudden in the middle of the third quarter, that cat makes one jump cut and it's 45 yards to the house and the whole thing changes. And that, in my mind, a great play caller always has that hovering. Plus you still want to keep everything available. So for me, conservative is what people only call it conservative when it doesn't work. Right guys. Right. They love it when Hmm. you're, when Baltimore rushes for 200 yards and, throws it 22 times is that conservative no that's just doing what we do and we did it better than the other team why the hell do i need to throw it 35 times so that's what they do and we've talked about this if he can throw it 28 times and run it 38 or 34 times they'll win and that'll be exactly what he wants so yeah we all have a tendency to lean on what our if we drive the golf ball 320 and we and we hit wedges and into bunkers we're going to grab the driver and keep driving it that's what you lean on so the ability for him to stay out of his own head and do what he does uh, and not listen to social media or listen to a crowd that's frustrated. But you also, on the other side, got to get out of the ego, not just him, any of us, get out of the ego of, hey, my guys are better than yours. I'm going to shove this square peg into a round hole down your damn throat to the <laughs> point where now it's early in the fourth quarter and you're down two touchdowns and now you do have to eliminate what you're doing to play catch-up because the clock's working against you. So... I'm the, and I know this sounds cliche and elementary. Adjustments in this game, during the game, I ain't talking about halftime. I'm talking about in between series are going to be paramount for both sides. And in particular, if you're not running it very well or throwing it well, how do you create and manufacture your quarterback or your run game, your line to get back into that mode? Um, so you've got to be able to adjust on the fly and do it urgently without taking away what the base of your team is. Because if the 49ers don't stick with what they do base, they, 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 then they're playing at – then it's like they're a bunch of rookies. Playing. This isn't what we, how we live. And I think it goes for both teams. And I'm telling you guys, and you know this, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, in an NFC champ from here on, we say the playoffs are a different energy. From here on, the, the, now we're into another layer of energy of zapping your energy with being overloaded you got to clear the clutter out of your mind and not let it rent space if you've had a three-bad series. Who cares? You're going to get about 12 of them. So uh, a conservative is only conservative when you don't adjust and you get your ass kicked. That's when it is. Baltimore was fairly conservative, but they ran 200-plus yards, so conservative as much as you want. And I think Kyle would love a similar result in the run game and the pass game and the attempts that he saw Baltimore do against Texas last week. Sean, great stuff. Or Houston, should I say. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got you. Thank you so much for coming on, and, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Sorry to keep you guys so long. 49ers by a field goal plus one. How's that? And are they playing the Ravens? Um, uh, 
you'd be an idiot to vote against Mahomes, and you'd be an idiot to vote against the best team in the AFC. So how's that for good insight? Right. I'll sit on the <laughs> On the fence. Yeah. Baltimore and San Francisco have been my teams the whole year. I wouldn't bet against Mahomes ever in January right. or February like I wouldn't have Brady. Give me Baltimore by a field goal. So if the oh, line the city, I'm going to say Baltimore's, it's Baltimore's here to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it sounds like a good weekend if it goes that way. Sean, thank you, man. You guys are the best. Have a good one. Good Not luck on, this Sean. weekend. Yeah, thank All you. All right, we'll talk to you soon. There he is, Sean Salisbury, with us right here on Willard and Dibs, and he's calling for a cardiac Sunday, two field goal games. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.